Welcome back. Welcome to the I Wish My Grass Was Greener on My Side podcast. Like, like not even metaphorically, more like physically, because I want my grass to be greener, because my neighbor's grass is green, and I'm trying to get my green. But I think I'm doing the right thing. Oh, here's a person waiting for me to get to the stop sign so that they can go, when I could have just went like five years ago. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, the green grass. Just been working on that. Trying to make our yards look a lot nicer. But finally, the irrigation system is going. Knocking on wood. Hopefully it stays that way. But then the backyard, I gotta keep, um, watering and putting seed out. But then I don't want to do that with the dogs. So that's like, figure out a good time to do it. So I'm less likely to do that but anyways don't want to go too much in the irrigation talk um yeah kind of i recorded three on the roads this week and i think i just need to go back to two um because uh yeah it just kind of gives me more just freedom to just kind of think and stuff instead of just keep putting stuff out I see all these garbage cans out. I'm like, what day is it? It's only Tuesday, Chris. You're fine. Ah, I said my name. Whatever. Um, Dinto. It's Dinto. Um, Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go back to two. And then I might post two a week. And then if I really start getting busy, then I'll just do one a week again. Until I can, like, start doing some studio ones which i'm having some fun ideas in my head i just i do like that here's another person waiting for me to get to the stop sign they're on their phone and i'm gonna pull up and they're like okay i'll go now all right what are you doing yep stupid so they're on their phone right and so i'm just angry i'm just like all right well you could have went like five minutes ago so i was like i'm just gonna go they're looking like oh you could just go i'm like how about you just i mean I'm i'm on my phone right now but i'm not like looking at it That's why I record this to get the reactions. But yeah, it just, it's just dumb. People at stop signs it really annoys me. I already talked about that too. But um, a long, long time ago. I think that was Thoughts with Dinto, episode one. Which I guess these are kind of Thoughts with Dinto, but on the road. <clears throat> but um, I don't remember what I was talking about there. Oh, how many times is it going to say? I don't remember what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. But on my list of things to talk about, one was, like, styles and stuff. And, like, how styles are coming back. Or, like, they go, like, back and forth. Whether it's your hair, your clothes, and everything. And um, I think I mentioned this in previous podcasts. I don't remember which one. But, yeah, it's just... Kind of annoying. Like, uh, I just bought, like, some new pair of shorts. For jujitsu, And they're, like, pretty short. I'm like... Okay, this is weird. Because, like, our era, like, we came with, like, you know, shorts usually over the kneecaps or, like, right above the knee. And now, like, we're in the era of where short shorts are back again. And so I bought some short shorts. I'm just, like, for grappling. And I'm, like, I mean, I wear usually tights anyways under because um, just I'm just, like, scared of, like, skin stuff. And that's really the only reason why I do it, just so I don't accumulate any weird 
skin infections, and I listened to that El Segundo podcast, which was kind of weird and odd, and, um, I like Craig Jones, but this last episode was just a little, just too much, but, um, just, that's my opinion, everyone else might find it funny, I mean, there's, like, a lot of random B jiu-jitsu gossip going on right now, so, some wars between two different gyms, so people are gonna get a little mean, um, what was I talking about, oh yeah, so skin infection, so it was mentioned on that, that, uh, podcast, and I heard about it from my gym too, Uh, I think Trevor mentioned it to me, because, like, a lot of us are, like, worried about skin stuff, and, um, there's, like, a resistant, um, ringworm out there right now that is resistant to, um, medications, so, like, that's, like, very scary to me, because I had ringworm for about six to seven months, I actually had it when COVID popped off, and I had it on my face, which was a lot of fun, which I'll save that story for another time, um, eventually I'll get there, but that would have to be a studio, um, podcast, I would want good audio, and, uh, eventually I will kind of tell that story eventually, but, um, yeah, just kind of worried about that, so that's why I wear, like, the tights under the shorts and whatever, but, uh, back to styles, like, yeah, so the short shorts came back, and I think that was, like, what, popular, like, in the 70s, the only person I really picture is, like, Larry Bird on the Boston Celtics, um, that's, like, when they had, like, short shorts was during that era, and it's just funny, and now, like, corduroy pants are making a comeback, which I always feel like those are kind of, like, in the back, like, uh, like, corduroy pants are never, like, oh, you're wearing corduroy, what an idiot, but also, like, they're just kind of, like, uh, neutral, um, but I guess those are making a comeback, baggy pants are making a comeback, instead of, like, the tight pants now, um, I, I just know this because I have a stepson, he's wearing corduroy pants now, and, like, now pants are getting baggier again, uh, I see, like, a bunch of skate videos where people look like they're in the 90s wearing, like, the Jenko pants, not, like, that baggy, but pretty baggy, so, like, that style is kind of cool again, um, which I'm way like that style more than, um, I remember when I, like, was about done with skateboarding, um, I was just getting, like, I mean, I should have just minded my own business, but, like, there's, like, a bunch of people, like, everyone was, like, dressing up, like, for skateboarding, I was, like, dude, like, we're just skateboarding, like, people, like, wear, like, um, I mean, it's part of, like, the style of skateboarding to, like, make your tricks look cooler and, like, it's artistic and stuff, but I was, I think I've just always been kind of just against the, against the curve when it comes to, uh, um, just clothing in general, like, I just think of us, like, we're just animals wearing clothes, it, clothes are there just to keep us, um, warm, but then at the same time, like, I'll see something like, oh, that looks cool, I wanna get that, so, I'm also, uh, 100% a hypocrite when it comes to all this, too, but when I'm in this state of mind, uh, this is how I think about it, but yeah, just, I remember in that era of skateboarding, everyone's pants were, like, getting, like, basically, uh, the jeans were getting to a point where they looked like tights, like, they were just the tightest they could be, 
and I was just like, I, I can't do this. I mean, some of my pants got pretty tight because I had them for so long. Like, I did, like, I, I went, like, a little tighter. Because um, I had to, like, kind of go with the style because people were making fun. Because, like, I would wear, like, some pants that I'd buy from, like, Target. And the way, like, they shaped on my leg, they looked like bell bottoms. So, like, oh, were you wearing bell bottoms? I was like, dang it. So, then I had to, like, buy, like, other jeans that, I don't know. So, I guess I was kind of wearing tighter jeans for the longest time. But it wasn't, like, tight tights, you know. Which I just, I know I wear like obviously the tights in jujitsu to keep myself safe from skin infections if that even works, which probably doesn't, but I like to think it does. Um, but yeah, just jeans, and then you have what uh, hairstyles like the mullet made a comeback, um, which is funny because I wrote like a funny short story about just different haircuts fighting each other and I'm planning on releasing that soon I just I keep mentioning I have to make it more family not family appropriate but more just general population appropriate um so I have to do some edits when I have time um but yeah just I don't know just molds really can't made a comeback and they made a comeback after I wrote that short story so I feel like I was secretly influential to everyone with the mullet um cause you know back what in the 80s maybe mullets were cool and now they're cool again so everyone has a mullet soon bull cuts are gonna make a butt comeback can't wait for that but um I think the cool people are the ones that like stay like style neutral through like the times you know like everyone's like so desperate to fit in that like people were getting like perm haircuts now i can respect a perm mullet or perm hair in a funny way but like you like the hairband era you know like everyone like wanted their like, stupid long permed hair like i just look back at that i'm like nerds um but like yeah we were really cool back then what, what are you doing here burned out like an air but yeah just uh I just think styles in general are just stupid I mean just imagine like looking at like uh, a group of chimpanzees or something or gorillas and like they start getting into the style and like would you like laugh at that probably so I think that's kind of funny just from an outside perspective looking at us as a race um, and just like I don't know I just think the styles are just kind of weird and I just find it strange that we could just keep changing like how many what different ways can we style our hair like oh god now we got a part of hair down the middle look cool okay like Fire your hair down the middle, sexy. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we got a part the side. Okay, oh, yeah, part it down side, sexy. Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, now we got to make it all look messy in the front. I like it messy in the front. Yeah. Like, who starts the styles, too? Like, who's, like, the decider of what looks cool? 
Is it like Hollywood? Like, because remember when that movie Fury came out? Like, remember when everyone got like that uh, haircut where it's like slicked back, shaved on the sides? Like, everyone had that hairstyle. Like, is it is it that? Or like the show Vikings? A bunch of Vikings with uh, man buns came out, and now everyone has man buns. Like, is it influential with film? Probably. I'm sure if I studied style or whatever it's called, then that would be exactly where it, this all generates from. Basically, it's Brad Pitt's fault. Whatever Brad Pitt does, like, everyone's like, oh, I don't want to look like Brad Pitt. Oh. Fight Club. Oh. Actually, I do like Fight Club. And um, he must have been, like, super just toned, like, had to diet down to get to, like, that. Um, like that classic picture of him like with the cigarette in his mouth where everyone like posts memes about oh you know paramedics uh, versus nurses oh like nurses like have to wear everything in paramedic law whatever or the ER nurse versus ICU nurse oh ER nurse versus ICU shut up um but that meme uh he must have had to like really diet down I like what Chris Pratt said, like, for, like, his scene where he was, like, uh, super ripped, but he was like, yeah, but that's, like, a one-time thing, like, I can't, like, consistently always look like that. I mean, I've gotten to, like, a very toned state, but I was, like, around 145, and right now I'm, like, around 160, and I was, like, eating just crazily healthy, like, and probably not enough. But I always had a six-pack, so I looked pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. Now I'm, like, you know, 160, and I feel like I'm, like, at a healthier weight. Like, I'm not... I feel like I'm still kind of toned, but not, like... Shredder. What a 45-pound six-pack. So, I don't know. And, yeah, like, even, like, styles with, like, uh, like, how your body looks. Like, it changes, you know? I mean, I guess for guys, it's always, like, been the same, like... Oh, muscular. Or, I don't know. I don't know what girls are into. I don't really care. I've got my wife. And I've got to make sure to keep up to what she likes. Yeah. That's just why I've been trying to clean up my look a little bit. To show her that I care. But, uh... I don't know. I do work out every day, so... Every day I'm off Because if I don't I feel like a lazy turd And I get stressed Yeah And I am missing my jujitsus I've been on train for about a week Maybe a week and a half And I'll probably just do light training On Wednesday Which is tomorrow And then I'll have a week off Going to the mountains To go vacation so then I really won't train. I was actually planning on training when I was in the mountains, like, try to find a gym out there, but I don't like going to foreign gyms and then just being like, oh, but I'm injured, I can't roll. You know, like, that's just weird. So I'm just going to not do that. But I was really looking forward to it because I'm, like, because um, I kind of, like, pushed myself to go to other gyms. Like, I've gone to, like, other gyms, like, in my area, which most of the gyms are pretty cool about, like, uh, if they have an open mat, like, it really means, like, open mat. Like, I, I do go to, I was going to JJI for a bit, 
just to go train, like get like different looks and stuff. And they were they were actually cool to me. So shout out to JJI. Uh, my home gym is Salty Dog Jiu Jitsu. Obviously, I train there all the time. But um, the cool thing about Salty Dog is just on a Saturday it feels like a whole nother gym. So it's like I don't really need to go to other gyms when like I can try to find people that I don't normally train with to train with them. And it could be either a very fun experience or very humbling. But either way, it's still fun. But, um... Yeah. So, yeah, we were talking about styles, and then I went to, like, Salty Dog. Um, I don't even know. Oh, he's gonna say, I don't know how I got here. Yeah. So, I'm there. But... Um... What else is on my list of things to talk about? So we were still talking about styles, and I feel like I can talk about that for days. Like, just even cars, um, shoes, you know, I just covered pants a little bit, shirts. Like, remember the V-necks when those were cool, too? Yeah. I, I think I owned, like, one V-neck. I bought, like, I finally, like, dove in or bought into it. And, like, all my friends that had V-necks... Cause like that's what was, that was the style. Like, one the second I buy one, cause like they know I'm against it. Like, oh look at you, you're wearing a V neck. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. Style is just weird. I would like to know who's like starts all the styles and stuff. Um, I guess '90s is like a cool thing now to kids. Like they want to dress like the '90s. Um just like kind of like how when we were younger we would wear like led zeppelin shirts or we were into like rock music that was from i think the 70s so pink floyd led zeppelin the doors uh, a bunch of other bands i don't know just we were all really into those bands and now like the bands that we were around our era people were like i like nirvana and then I love that people are like, oh, can you list a song? It's like, who cares? Can you list, can you sing a whole song with their lyrics perfectly? It's like, whatever. Like, why do you, like, are you the Nirvana police? Stupid. I just think that that's dumb. I mean, I used to be that way, and I probably would be too. Oh, you like Pride Fighting? Well, can you list all the fights that happened in Pride 15? I just watched Pride 15. That might be that might be a good segue. So, we are reaching the point of me talking about MMA, which is 20 minutes into the podcast, so that's actually pretty good. I was also considering maybe just doing one, like, life podcast where I just ramble about random things, and then the other one, or not separate podcasts, but, like, different episodes... So, like, one I would release, like, on a Monday would be, like, just a regular life one. And then one I release on a Thursday would be more about, like, MMA, which is, like, my sport that I love to watch. Or jujitsu talk. Like, all of that. So, I'm kind of, like, thinking I might do it that way. Or not. Because I usually try to cram the MMA's talk at the end of my podcast just to kind of, like, keep the general population happy. But then, like, the MMA people... Or jiu-jitsu people would be like, I gotta wait till the end of the podcast and I listen to, like, 
just your historically just perfectly worded MMA knowledge. Yeah. So, I'm trying to figure this all out, guys, gals. So, whatevs. Anyways, um, Pride 15. Yeah. So, Pride 15 had the debut of Antonio Rodrigo Noguera, which is later to be, like, um, historically a great heavyweight champion of Pride and the UFC, which um, I don't really know how they're doing the championship belts yet. I think the only one that's really belted right now at this point is Mark Coleman with Pride. Whereas UFC, it's more established. They have their champs, and the current champ right now is Tito Ortiz. Um, but yeah, Pride 15. Um, I think Pride 14 had Chuck Liddell. Pride 15 had Antonio Rodrigo Nogueira. I forget who he fought. Oh yeah, Gary Goodridge. And Nogueira triangled him. It was a nice triangle. Um, I don't know if he pulled guard or like... No, it was like a failed takedown attempt to like that side control or not side control to that half guard sweep or something like that no to close guard i forget but he won by triangle so i forget how he got to the triangle but it's almost like kind of like what lovato jr did against uh gay guard you do like a failed single to like a fall to the side then to half guard sweep which actually is a pretty sweet sequence actually um i think even sakuraba does something like that but it was cool to see, yeah, Antonio Rodrigo's debut. Um, I'm blanking on who else fought. I think that was like the Heath Herring versus Mark Kerr, which I talked about previously. And then, to my surprise, was Rampage Jackson versus uh, Sakuraba, which I had no idea that Kazushi Sakuraba, I think that's how you say his name, fought Rampage Jackson. Um, like, I watched... I guess some highlights on YouTube of Pride, but, like, I always thought, like, I knew most of, like, what happened. Like, I mean, I saw, like, the highlights, like, mainly towards the end of Pride. So this is actually, like, it's like watching all these legends fight, and I don't really know the results. And this one was a surprise. Spoiler alert. 20 or 30 years down the road. So, Kazushi Sakuraba... And Rampage fought. They were the main event, I think. No. I think they were the co-main. And there was, like, a random fight afterwards, like, uh... But anyways, yeah. And the fight was basically how you could imagine. Uh, Rampage, I feel like his striking was a little bit better. And then Kazushi Sakuraba would get into, like, all these, like, weird scrambling positions to where Rampage would, like, slam him. I think Rampage slammed him about seven times. Um maybe even more but I think that was like his goal was to finish Sakuraba by a knockout via slam I think that's what he was trying to do um and he was close and at one point Kazushi Sakuraba got uh Rampage into an armbar and it looked like it was close to finish but Rampage picked him up and like literally carried him and lifted him over the ropes as if he was going to toss him and i think like that kind of like scared sakuraba a bit so like that loosened up the armbar so it kind of worked and then he got out and then slammed him a couple times 
but all those slams, I think, are going to tire you out eventually, right? So, um, yeah, so Kazushi just, uh, I think he got, like, a single leg. Like, he has a really nice single. Um, it's, like, awkward, but he gets people down. Um, definitely, if you want to pull out some old-school tricks out, I would definitely watch some Kazushi Sakuraba fights because he's got some great grappling actually um but uh yeah he took him down and almost kimura rampage a bunch of times but rampage has like those like uh just freaking huge arms and stuff so like just really strong people are hard to kimura i think it just in general unless like your technique's just perfect and then um just all of a sudden I forget how the exchange happened, but Kazushi Sakuraba took Rampage's back and sunk in a rear naked choke and tapped out Rampage. And as I was watching, I was just like, I was eating like a snack. Um, I think this was either when my son was napping or like he was just in his playpen. But I was just like, I dropped what I was eating. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I had no idea. I, I totally thought like this is like going to be the end of where like Sakuraba starts like um you know like fighters like have like their run where like they're doing really well but then like they start like falling off I thought that was gonna be like his run ender because he just fought I think Wanderlei in one of the previous prides and lost um I forget how I think it was just by TKOs but um yeah but he won and that's like a huge win uh so that was actually really cool to see. I had no idea that Sakuraba fought Rampage, and then I had no idea that Sakuraba beat Rampage. So that was actually a very cool thing to see, and I'm really enjoying watching this era of the starting with UFC 32, and I've been watching Pride 1 through 15. Um, so now I'm going up to Pride 16, but I'll probably determine which ones, which UFCs next, which I did watch. Chuck Liddell versus Murillo Bustamante. Um, and that was actually a close fight. That was like the first fight I watched of UFC 33. Because I don't even know what the main event is. But uh, that was a close fight. Um, but they gave Chuck Liddell the decision. I wasn't like angry about it. But he didn't look like as like world killer or world beater as he's made out to be during that time. So, But I mean that might be before he became the infamous Chuck Liddell, so, but yeah, it was cool to see that, um, just his kickboxing, hearing about his kickboxing record, I think he was like 20 and 2 as a kickboxer, so he had, I guess, good wrestling defense and a good kickboxer, so, and Marlo Bustamante was a jiu-jitsu guy, but he looked decent, but, uh, which brings me to my point, my final point of uh, the podcast, because this is almost um, 30 minutes already. This is crazy. But um, the turtle position, or like even being in a headlock position, um, I completely forgot how dangerous that is. Because uh, in Pride, I think one championship maybe, but in Pride, if you're turtled up or your opponent has you in a headlock position... They can throw knees. And a lot of people got TKO'd that way. Um, 
I think Mark Kerr has been TKO'd that way. Uh, I think Mark Coleman TKO'd someone that way. Like, a lot of people, or even, like, being bottom north-south, like, I think in Pride you can even TKO, or you can even knee there, too. Um, which makes you think about Aljo Sterling versus Peter Yan, because I think those rules, Aljo would have been done. I mean, one championship rules, he would have been done, too. Um, and I know he likes to do that, like, stick his head out, because, like, that's within the rules of UFC, so it's, it's, fi- it's fine, but... Um, but in a street fight... No, in a street fight, Aljo would still whip on people. That guy's dangerous. I'm just saying, it's just uh, crazy, the styles of even MMA, how... Maybe they should allow knees there again. You know what I'm saying? Because a knee strike from standing, that knocks pers- usually knocks someone out one strike, whereas like the knees, knee strikes to uh, <clears throat> on a grounded opponent... It takes a couple. So I don't know. But then again, they might have, like, studies on, like, what's more dangerous or not. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think watching Pride and, like, having those knees in that turtle and headlock position or even bottom or south or side control, like, it makes it more, uh... Um, what am I trying to say? It makes it more urgent for the person to get out from there. I mean, granted, in MMA, like you can still like get beat up, but like I'm like tra- I'm even thinking like uh, jujitsu. Um, there's a lot of sport jujitsu people that will uh, kind of sit in side control or just kind of lay dead and stuff, and just kind of dumb, uh, or like hang out in turtle too long. Or headlock position too long. Like, if you have someone kneeing you, like, that's gonna, like, take away all of your jiu-jitsu, so. Um, it's just something to kind of keep in mind. That's one thing I do like about my gym, too, is they, they do, they do kind of reel us back in of, uh, most of the techniques I feel that they teach us translate to MMA, in a way. Oh, God, come on, people. Go around. Oh, there's like a van in the way. This is dumb. This is dumb. But, uh, yeah, just... I mean, this this always happens, you know? Um, with jiu-jitsu and MMA, like, you can totally get fixed in... on, like, what's happening in jiu-jitsu, but it's nice to be reminded of like what can actually happen like why why are we even doing jiu-jitsu in the first place you know oh shit I forgot I wanted to pass this this tractor I don't want to be behind it um sorry I swore guys just whatever there's explicit on the podcast for a reason okay but I'm not trying to swear all the time it just comes out it's my true self. I my inside. I swear a lot. Just kidding. Actually, I'm not. <clears> that was just like a thing to think about. Cause like uh, I was thinking about doing leg locks a lot more again, and like I think about like if you don't get a leg lock, you're putting yourself in a position to get punched. Um, 
but leg locks also do end fights pretty quick too if you can get it but uh I mean top position is obviously the best if you're in jiu-jitsu for self-defense um so I think that's why like a lot of people are like if you can get on top get on top wow we're at 32 minutes talking way too much jeez louise i didn't even feel like i wanted to record this morning but um yeah i think i'm gonna go back to just the two days a week because i it gets me all excited to talk about things and i hope you all enjoy i'll probably start releasing two a week just because these episodes are just piling up and i feel weird posting podcast that i recorded a couple weeks ago and dating it and then you guys get it a little bit late so i want to kind of make it a little bit more recent but at least you guys are living in the future so by the time you hear this it'll be probably a week or maybe we can half pass but i don't know anyways toodaloo i'll see you all next time peace out